But um, but um, she was a little on the weather, so 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 I said, baby, go on to stay home and make sure you recuperate and, and rest yourself. So um, so she'll be ready for um on next week, so it won't come back and and revisit her. Um, so. Thank God for the pastors on today. Just give me another opportunity. Um, I thank God even for um, for 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 Howard Lockie. Hallelujah for for him doing great and awesome blessing blessing to the body of Christ. God is doing some great and awesome things through him. Hallelujah. So so if you know the word of prayer, just pray for him and say, God, do great and awesome things through him. Hallelujah. We're yet believing God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, well, today is I need a vision and I believe it's going to be concluded today. If the Lord says the same, um, pro, um, um, the, the foundational scripture is Proverbs chapter number 29, verse 18. Um, I need a vision. Part three. The part three is going to be about strategies. Because sometimes or most of the time, we need strategies in order to win. How many know that we need something that is bigger than us that will eventually pull us towards our destiny and our purpose in this life? Again, if your vision is not bigger than you. And your ability to perform it. It may not be a vision from God. But rather what's comfortable for you. It may, it may be something that's in your comfortable zone. It may be something in your wheelhouse that you always were familiar with. My daddy show, told me how to shoot so that's why I'm shooting. And I'm a good at it. Okay. Just because you're good at it don't mean that's your vision. That you, you, know, you might be just skilled at that thing. But um, but a vision from God is generally bigger than us and bigger than our ability to perform it on our own. We need God assistance to perform a vision. I believe all vision is inspired by God, by what you do with the vision. But what you do with the vision is up to you. It can either give God glory or not. How many know that um, that um. Many secular people have a vision, and I believe the vision was from God, but they perverted what it was that God had given them, and they perverted it for the world. Everything that, that we have, all of our abilities, talents, gifts, and skills, it was for the kingdom of God. But guess what? People did what? They said, well, I'm going to do what I want to do and, 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 and not give God glory for it and in it. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. It's um, I'm going to read from from a couple of different versions um, again, and, and it's going to differ from the versions or primarily differ from the versions that, that I read on the last time I ministered. Um, I'm going to read again the KJV. It says where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. So people without a vision generally Get stuck in life. Have you ever seen someone with no drive, no desire, no motivation, no passion and seemingly just stuck in life? It's because they have no vision for themselves. That's why they're seemingly stuck in life. 
Just because you are helping someone else with their vision, it doesn't negate your own vision. Let me say that again. Just because you're helping someone with their vision, it doesn't negate your own vision. Many people has put, have put down their own vision just because they're assisting someone with their vision. Listen, listen to this carefully. Many marriages fall in this category because normally many wives do what? They push the husband's vision and either forget about their own and never believe they're supposed to have one too. That's really what happens. However, when you're married, both visions generally intermingle as to not bring division in the home. You can push someone else's vision and at the same time be passionate about your own vision. Look at somebody and say, I have a vision too. Mm -hmm. I have a vision too. Because some people have, have left their vision because they're pushing someone else's vision and don't believe that they have a vision. God has given us all a vision. Vision comes from God. It don't come from man. Okay. New Living Translation says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. When people don't have a vision, anything will do. They go wild. They, they, they go after anything. Anything to do if you don't have a vision. If you don't have a purpose for your life, anything will do. Because guess what? God has made us to have a vision, to have a purpose in life. The message says this. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. <laughs> I like that. People can't see what God is doing. They stumble all over themselves. God, I need to, I need to have a vision. I need to, I need to see what's going on, see what you're doing in my life so I won't mess this thing up. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Um, I said this, I believe, on, on last week. Any area of my life I don't have goals will not develop. But there's only one one vision. Any area of my life I don't have goals will not develop, but there's only one vision. And um, after listening to my sermon um, on the on the last time that I ministered, I realized that I misspoke concerning we need a vision for the different areas of our life, you know, like the finances, like the soul, the spirit, the finances, the, the social realm, you know, and our, and our bodies and things like that. I said, I said, we need a vision for all areas of our, of our lives. But I misspoke what I meant. What, what I was supposed to say is we need goals for every area of our life because these goals directly point to the vision. There's only one vision. These goals are not a vision in themselves. Okay. I'm going to qualify this by saying I've never seen an um, organization have more than one vision. Never seen a business have more than one vision. Never. I haven't. 
I've seen a vision morph or meaning something was added or something was deleted during the process, but there's still only one vision. It don't mean the vision cannot change and morph and grow and expand and something deleted and something added, but it's still only one vision. Let's bring this um, um, example a little closer to home. Let's say this ministry, ha- this ministry has a vision, and it does. We have a vision. And, and that vision is the Great Commission. Mike, um, I, believe, I, I believe Mike alluded to it on um, last week in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 through 20. It says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Okay, so now we have a vision. Remember, we're just talking about the ministry. We're talking about the church right now. So, so now we have a vision. And under that vision, we have various goals which directly support the vision like this. Outreach missions, feeding homeless neighborhood evangelism, having a school presence by volunteering or volunteering and so and so forth. These are different goals that directly point to the vision of going out into all the nation and preaching the gospel and teaching them and telling them about the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, you see how it works now? There is only one vision, but there are a plethora of goals that support that vision to push the vision forward. Once we are doing these goals, we are effectively working the vision. How are we working this vision here? How are we working it? We have to work the vision. The vision will come through the visionaries right here. And we have to work the vision. Through the different goals that are set. But before we work goals, we need what we are talking about today. We need a strategy. For these goals that directly import, uh, impact and support the vision. Because there's no way to work the goals without first having a strategy. You can't work the goals if you don't have no strategy. You need a strategy to win. I was in the military for a little bit. And we always had a strategy if we were going out to achieve some type of goal. Because if, if we don't have a strategy, guess what? Everyone goes what? Buck wild and do what they want to do. Yeah. In order to keep people on the same page, we have a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Many of us have a goal, but no strategy to meet the goal. The book of Exodus, chapter number three. Starting at verse seven. If you want to get it, you can go there. Just want to read this a little bit to you so you can understand a little bit where I'm going. Genesis, Exodus, Exodus, chapter three. I won't be before you very long. It says this. Um, Exodus chapter three, verse seven, it says, then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt 
and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. Listen, I'm still going down the same vein of needing a vision and having goals and needing strategies that support the goals. Right. Okay. so I just want to just keep that in your keep that in your forethought. I know they're suffering, God says, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey to a place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites and the Jebusites. Okay, now let's just fast forward just a little bit to the book of um, Numbers um, chapter number 13 and 14. But you can probably read that at home because that's very exhaustive. So so remember, just take that note, read Numbers chapter 13 and 14, and, and then you'll probably be up to speed. It says, upon their arrival at Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea, which bordered the promised land. Listen, they were on the border of the promised land. They had came up to what they were supposed to get, and they were right there. Anybody ever just felt like you were just right there? And it seemed like all you needed was just one good gust of wind to blow you over into your destiny. That's where they were. They were right there at the border, at the border. They were at Kadosh Barnea and right at the border of their promise from the promised land. They sent out 12 spies to survey the land at, at, um, at this time. Moses sent out these 12 spies and said, I want you to go and go ahead and research the land, see what the land is all about. Now you're thinking, okay, well, guess what, Moses, they're, they're trying to get some strategy in this. So now you're thinking, okay, these, these people, they, they're really getting a word in there, and then they're going with the strategy now. So then they returned after 40 days of exploration. The Bible says that 10 of the spies came back with a negative report. We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. All the people we saw were great in size. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And then and then and then only Joshua and Caleb dissented or disagreed with them, believing the report of the 10 doubters, the people last, um, the people lost their heart and rebelled. They raised their voices unto God and wept aloud, grumbling against Moses and Aaron, saying, if we only had died in Egypt by the sword. The reason why they didn't believe is because They had a goal only. The goal was what? To make it to what? The promised land. That was the goal. Make it to the promise. If I can get to the promised land. But they had no strategy. The goal was to make it to the promised land. The people are proof that when there's an obstacle and no strategy, you wander. When there's an obstacle and no strategy, you wander. Those people, they wandered for how many years? Forty of them. Has anyone ever wandered away from their goal? You wandered because there was an obstacle impeding your progress towards your goal. However, if there was a strategy to obtain the goal, 
an obstacle will simply just have been a stepping stone that would propel you to your destiny. That's all it would be. But the thing about it is, is you had a goal only, but no strategy to get it. So what is your strategy for this goal? I'm not going to get in specifics as far as what is your personal goal. But think about it. What is a goal of yours? Do you have a strategy? Many of us, some of us have had goals for years. But if you don't have no strategy, that's why you still have that same goal. It hasn't been achieved. You can say all day you want to be a scientist to support the vision God has given you. But if you don't have a strategy to get there, then all of this is just a fantasy and won't be obtained. Hard, but it's right. How are you going to obtain this? You cannot just leave it up to God and say, God will do it and you do nothing. That's, you know, that's how church has operated for a while. On fantasy, God will do it and that's all. And leaving you out of the equation. You can pray for God to give you a better strategy for victory, but you but doing nothing is not an option. Listen, even before God told Jehoshaphat to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord in the book of Second Chronicles, um, um, Josephat, I'm about to say my wife. <laughs> I'm thinking about my baby. <laughs> Jehoshaphat was already told to go down against them, meaning he had to get in position and ready to fight. You have to get in position and ready to fight. Listen, even listen to this. Even before God told Jehoshaphat to stand still and to see the salvation of the Lord, because some people say, well, well, God told Jehoshaphat to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord means Jehoshaphat didn't have to do nothing. No, Jehoshaphat had to get in position and ready to fight. And then God stepped in. We got to get in position and ready to do what we're supposed to be doing. That means we have to have a strategy to, to go down there and get the victory. Because if we don't, we're going to be in the same place next year saying the same things. Look at, look at, look at your neighbor again. Say doing nothing is not an option. What is your strategy? Strategies are the grassroots of any operation. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where your hands get dirty. This is where you really get into the, in, into the meat and the nuts and the bolts of an operation. It's during the strategy realm. The, the, the reason why most of uh, churches have failed is because no strategy implemented. I believe this is the toughest stage. It's tough to have a strategy. <laughs> when you're goal oriented. Many of us are goal oriented because we say within ourselves, I want to do this. Or I want to do that. And we just leave it like that. You can't afford to do that. 
You got to have a plan. How are you going to get there? What route are you going to take? What is it going to cost? You know, um, even in the Bible says, you know, no man goes to war except what he count up the cost and see if he could defeat this amount of people with this amount of army or not. Strategy. If you don't have strategy, you're setting yourself up for failure. And this is in every area of your life. You need to have a strategy for what? Your marriage. My goal for my marriage is, to, is for my marriage to really flourish. When my, my baby look at me, she want, I want her to have them googly eyes. Like, ugh. Like, like, like she was like an old tiger ready to just get me. You know, that, hey, that's my goal. That, that might not be your goal. But that's mine. So guess what? I need to have a strategy. What am I going to do in order to make that happen? Take a shower. Come on, that's the first step. <laughs> Pastor, that first step is taking a shower. That's, listen, I'm telling you, it may be comical, but guess what? You need to have a strategy in order for things to happen. It's not just automatically going to happen. Because listen, after time, your, um, um, many marriages get a little like, oh, I see you, I've seen you, I've seen that, I've seen this, this is okay. whoop de doo You know, sometimes you've got to, what? Do things, have a strategy to make this happen. you got to say, baby, I'm, I'm taking you out today. She's like, what? We got kids. What you talking about? We got to work tomorrow. And you can say, I got that covered. Because you have a strategy in place. You know, that's why. Oh, man. Men are pretty good at strategies. Because, because that's how we got y'all in the first place. Listen, that's how we got you in the first place. We strategized it and we planned it out in numbers. We said, okay, this day, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to push it off. I'm not going to push it on too hard or too aggressive. Let her think I'm a really nice, polite guy. Open up a door. Let her on in. She get a little cold. Take my jacket off. Let me freeze. Go ahead, baby. This is, this, listen, this is all strategy. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Michelle said we, 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 we knew it from the beginning. But guess what? Even though they knew it, but it was a strategy and it worked. <laughs> and it worked. I'm telling you, if you have a strategy, it works. Look at your neighbor say, strategy works. Strategy works. Ah, strategy works. Here's another goal. I want to look better, feel better, be healthier. Strategies for losing weight is that there is a focused and disciplined mind. Meal plans in place. Portion control. And a workout plan ready to obtain the ultimate goal of being more healthy and looking better. And the goal of losing 15 pounds by May 31st, 2019. So the strategy is a focused mind, a, dis a focused and disciplined mind, meal plans in place, portion control, and working out for 45 minutes a day at 5 o'clock in the morning. That's, that's a strategy in place. If you got a strategy in place, guess what? Come, come 31st. Come to 31st. I'm, I'm if you have a strategy, you can obtain it. But to think about it is, look at neighbors say, stick to the strategy. 
If you don't stick to the strategy, you're not, you're not going to obtain it. Strategy is simply a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a goal. If there's no strategy, there's no victory. That's a powerful one there. If there is no strategy, there's no victory. <laughs> Chinese military um, strategist Sun Tzu, <laughs> he says this. Um, um, he wrote the, the Art of War. And being in the military, they, you know, they make you read a whole lot of military literature, you know, to help your acumen. So, so strat- he, says, he says this, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. But tactics with strategy is the noise before defeat. So he says this, tactics and strategy are not at odds with one another. They are on the same team. So when you have strategy, you must have tactics as well. How am I going to maneuver? Which, which way am I going to go? You've got to have them both. They're like a tag team. Strategies and tactics. Which way am I going? How am I, how am I going to do it? You know, you know, what's the time frame? You know, how much do I need? You, know, you have to come up with all this stuff in order to have victory. I'm telling you, I, God is pushing this and pumping this into us because God is frankly saying, I don't put more in you. And you're not giving me much in return. He's saying that to us. He's put so much in us to change this world, to to really flip this world upside down for the kingdom of God. He's put so much in us, in business, in 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 in, um, in, in childcare, in in science, in math, and in, in in ministry. There's so much in us, but if we don't have strategy. We're going to make it. We're never going to get there. In nursing, you got to have strategy in it. Because if you don't have strategy, you're going to be here, the same place next year. And God don't want that. God wants us to grow and to develop. You're going to have a multitude of tactics, you're going to have fewer strategies. Listen to the progression. You fewer strategies, even less goals, but only one vision. You're going to have one vision. One vision. Everything is intermingled. Goals often change depending on if you made it to that objective already. If you made it to that one, then okay, goal, goal achieved. Now you move on to the next one. And those goals, after you achieve them, you know, that means it's pulling you a little closer to your vision. It's pulling you close to your vision. You know, that's why, you know, we are goal oriented people. But if we don't have strategies to obtain those goals, we'll never make it to our vision. Strategy is simply the roadmap to victory. Everyone stand up. Strategy is how we win.